Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What you want to read on holiday, like, with absorbing it's it. It's a navy blazer. Yeah. But it's so much more. No, it's yeah. I'll send you the recipe. That sounds so good. And I would say, yes, I did know pretty damn quickly. I knew you were going to say that. That's amazing. You're listening to the Sherlock's podcast, your guide to a more stylish life. Hello and welcome to today's Sherlock podcast. It's not really a team podcast today. It's just, I'm going to think really carefully before I say this. It's just Charlotte and me. I'm Georgie Korshkoll, the founder and editor of Sherlock. And I need a grammar lesson because I seem to struggle whenever your name's involved. I'm quite a pedant, but that is one that I really don't know. Fuck up on. Mm, yeah, like I really didn't see anything wrong with what you wrote. Really? Well, like I know I wrote, that it's just Charlotte, Charlotte and I. And I on the podcast. And what's so it's Charlotte and me when if you take away the Charlotte, yes, it should make sense. Got so you. if you say it's just I on the podcast, it doesn't work. Charlotte and I went to, but that works. I yeah. went to. So if okay. you start with got you, got you. Then it's fine. Yes. If it's within the sentence, okay. then it has to be me. Anyway, I'm a sickler for it. I'm forever correcting my children on it, and I apologise to all these people who corrected me. On Instagram, it's not the first time I've done that. <laughs> Charlotte's so, like, snooze, really? So, so helpful that everybody got involved. Anyway, happy new year. Welcome, happy Charlotte year. Collins, our deputy editor. Um, yeah, it's just the two of us. How we do? A bit of a catch up, didn't we? Know, happy we year. did this last year, didn't we? Mm. Because we were still in lockdown and it was desperate measures. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I feel very rested and ready for January. When you break up for Christmas, you think, God, two weeks doesn't sound like enough to recoup, but it really makes all the difference, doesn't it? How do you feel? It makes all the difference. And I was quoting a conversation I had with Maya last week in which we decided in December not to discuss some awards we've got coming up. And I said, we're just going to do a really half-assed job at it. So let's just wait till January. Cue January and we are having strategy sessions and planning for the year. And I feel like it's become a habit now for us to sort of come back and have, you know, some serious strategy planning sessions. And we've got ours on Wednesday. We've been doing some preparation in the run up and it kind of feels really good and everyone's really ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's a good exciting. way to kick off the year for it's sure. It's exciting. It makes it feel exciting. Totally. And also, you know, we, we often have said in the past, oh, September feels like the beginning of the year and January doesn't, but actually by doing that and by kind of hitting the ground running, it makes January feel like more significant. Yeah. And less like yeah, it does. No, yeah. I agree. Cause September you're like, <gasps> here goes. Yeah. Ready, yeah. steady. And we can hope you pos- make it till December. <laughs> we got there crawling. So. Uh, crawling just made it. I actually, after Christmas, we had a very chilled Christmas in London. I won't bore you with it too much. I want to hear about yours. It's far more exciting than mine. But I will just say that we hosted, which I love. But I, I did a shoot this morning with Eloise and Hodge, and I was reenacting me on Christmas Day, which is basically the Hunchback of Notre Dame sweeping up. Re- wrapping paper into recycling bags and mm-hmm. I think I said to my husband I was like don't buy me anything to put under the tree I said I don't have time I'm too busy clearing up wrapping paper and, and I literally go into sort of autopilot mm-hmm. bent over with a recycling bag and that's probably how I spent 60% oh, of Christmas Day that's terrible for your back the other 30% was in the kitchen sink 
and the other 10% was lovely but okay but just just 10% it's <laughs> quite hard work hosting yeah, it's huge uh, my only way through it is to leave big gaps between courses this I, I okay except this is not helpful now we're in January and Christmas is a long <laughs> way off but anyway just for next year it's to leave big gaps between courses so you can clear up as you go and did you cook no, my husband okay. did. So which, which bit did well, you do? Well, I do all the rest. So it's like you do the barbecuing when they go, oh my God, that was so delicious. And he's standing in the garden with a beer going, can I have a dish? <laughs> can you get me that tongue? And I'm like making 16 salads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'll go, oh, Josie, thank you so much. That was so good. Oh, hello over yeah. here. Laying the table is quite a lot of work. Laying the mm. table, tidying, washing up, mm-hmm. loading the dishwasher, unloading the dishwasher, loading the dishwasher again. Clearing out the wrapping paper, mm. and then there's another round of opening. I'm like, just, just open all the presents in one, mm. and then I don't have to crawl around on the floor. Do you, what, you, do mo- back. you do multiple rounds of opening presents. Well, there's stockings, and then there's some family presents, and family arrive, and then you have a break. Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a lot. we do. Is the answer. We then hosted New Year, which was brilliant. fun. It looked fun. Can I tell you what someone said? Go on. This is hilarious. Someone wrote this on social media. Mm. Someone wrote, "What a." Diva, bitch, something DCC is. How arrogant. So basically we had, we were supposed to be 18. We had three COVID right. casualties. So we were 15. Okay. And our dining room table, you can only seat 12. Oh yeah. Is this so, about your A team and your B team? Yeah. Yeah. So That's someone actually thinks I was being serious. I mean. So what did you do? Sorry, people sat on, so, you did two separate tables. So we were 15 yeah. and we can sit 12 in our dining room. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you don't want to be the poor relations in the smaller group. Mm-hmm. So we did eight in the dining room and seven in the kitchen. Okay. Everybody moved. Um, also, they all quite good friends. I started in the B team, just so you know. I started. Also, wasn't, wasn't it Laws and Polly? Like, I think that'll be fine. Also, they're like my greatest friends. Exactly. I mean, anyway, maybe not. We had really fun, and we switched rooms it three, fun. three times. Oh, good, a few. And we played ping pong, and it's fun. It was really fun. I then went to Bybury Farm. Oh yes, that looked lovely. Barns in the Cotswolds. Yes. Shout out if you haven't been before mm. and you like the Cotswolds, go and stay. It's self catering dream. And I hit the hit the wall yeah, I was to the extent that I, I, like this was all building up to the fact that you got a nasty cold, right? Yeah. I got nasty cold and slept through our senior team meeting. Uh, this is, can I tell you? So, <laughs> this is so we so we we Georgie puts a senior team meeting in on a day off. So everybody everybody like obliges and joins and sits there waiting. You you think like I think if it was me, I'd have just made up an excuse and been like, "Sorry, kids, sorry, George, I'm really sorry, I just slept through it." So. No, but the irony was, I'd already been up at eight. I'd watched Paddington two. Oh, right. Epic. So you had a stressful morning. It's such a good film. Oh my God, it's mm. a good film. Yeah. Come on, he's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing in it. I'd watched Paddington 2 with five children. Uh, I went back upstairs at 9.45. And I said to my husband, I was like, Hun, uh, to be fair, I had the line the day before. I was like, hon, your turn. Can you get up, please? I've got a senior team call in 15 minutes. And I was just like, I'm just going to lie on the bed for a second. <laughs> Boom, out. <laughs> I mean, out, cold. I woke but up. You were very coldy, to be fair. I was really, I thought I had COVID. Yeah, I I've taken Goldie. so many COVID tests. Lars is like, stop sending me photos of your negative lateral flows. Uh, I've had so many COVID tests. I, I didn't have COVID. There, there was an article the other day in the Telegraph saying why 15% of people just don't get COVID. My husband was like, this is you. Yeah, you must be invincible. Um, anyway, it wasn't COVID. Mm-hmm. I just hit the effing wall. You've, then, you've had two viruses in the last like three months, which is the most I've ever known you to be I ill. Know, so. I know. It was quite a hard end of year. It was a hard was end of hard. year. Anyway, so I am so well rested. I've Good. slept and slept and slept and slept and slept, which is heaven. Enough about me. Shana, you made I, it. I actually, I'm still 
shocked that we not only managed to go on holiday, but that we managed to just like stay well on holiday, come home, no problem. Like that n- we moved around, there were no issues. Like I actually, when everybody in the world was catching COVID, I don't really know how we avoided it. I mean, to be fair, we did like a hard lockdown for the 10 days before Christmas. That's how we avoided it. So did we Hodge. She, like, yeah. She's the most social person I know. She canceled everything, I mean, everything. went nowhere so we, she could make yeah, it. We literally had the most boring 10 days before Christmas, but both Hodge and I have been in touch with, been in contact with a lot of people who tested positive. So I think anybody who was trying to get on a flight just went yeah. like, lockdown. So uh, yeah, it was a really boring build up, And actually it gave me a bit of Christmas fatigue, you know? I normally am really sad in January that it's not festive, but I'm a bit like, Oh, that was a bit of a, like, I don't know, all those movies and all the mince pies. It was like a lot of fake cheer this year. For oh. me, so I'm quite happy that it's over. Um, anyway, so we managed to, we had Christmas Day at my parents, which was very low-key, very chilled. So you came out of hiding. Came out of hiding for that because they also... Were in hiding. Well, they were messing around and having fun. And I was like, by the way, you know if you test positive, that's fine for you because like you have Christmas. But that, you know, either way, screws Christmas for us. So everybody laid low and we all managed to have a COVID-free Christmas. And then, yeah, we flew... We managed to fly to Miami on Boxing Day, oh. which is still not my favorite place. I don't wish it's Hannah Grable. I'm so I'm happy really, really we got a holiday. Oh, I just don't like it very much. But I have to say, the weather was unbelievable. Like often, Miami at Christmas is normally like, you know, 25 in the day and then you need a jacket at night. It was like Mediterranean summer. It was stinking oh. hot. It was heaven. So Poor grateful. You. Yeah, you sorry. Sorry. Miami in the heat. <laughs> We ate very well. We had lots of friends there. So we had a really fun time. And then we flew to New York. And you stayed at... We stayed at the Edition, which is probably... Miami's basically... Miami Beach, anyway, is a very long strip of lots of hotels. Um, so many which, hotels now. So many. A lot of them are almost Vegas-like, like huge, like huge American hotels. And so even if they're kind of billed as the best, if you don't like you know, thousand person hotels, then they're not for you. And the Edition is much smaller. Uh, so that's why we really liked it. So... I'd really recommend it there, actually. So yeah, that was heaven. That was it. Was really fun. Really it was really fun. We were there for five nights, and then got an early flight on New Year's Eve morning to New York. Mm. Miami was like we had loads of friends there, and New Year's Eve there is like, oh, do you want to come and do this for four hundred dollars a head? And oh, do oh, you wow, want? You know, yeah, it's like it's like a Vegas type place. So we thought we'd just escape and fly home from New York, and we just had the world's most low key New Year's Eve. It was amazing. We went to our favorite pizza place, had a pizza, Did watched you? the ball drop. Went to bed. Like, that was all we wanted to do. Oh, um, just two of you. Just two of us. Yeah, oh, we got our socialising out the way in Miami. And then... How lovely. Yeah, it was so nice. And also, one of my favourite things is going back to the city that you know really well. Oh, so there's no pressure to do anything. around. We literally do, we just Pottering pottered. around when you feel like you know it, but it's not yours. And totally. It's, yeah, oh, and you can you do borrow it for a little bit, don't exactly. you? Exactly. That's such a nice way of putting it. Exactly <laughs> that. Um, so, yeah, we just had 48 hours of hanging out, eating, chilling, walking. Like yes. home. I know. Yes. And I'm so still, as I say, astounded and very grateful that it happened. Oh, I, I, never I don't think anyone there. can believe that they actually yeah. made it. Um, while we're on the subject of New York, I mean, we've got more questions than we know what to do with. I was like, Charlotte, how many hours do we have blocked over the podcast? Uh, so I hope you've got a long dog walk ahead of you <laughs> if you're listening. Sex in the City and just oh, like that. Not for me. Have you watched the others? My journey has gone one and then like the first three minutes of two. And then I was like, no, not doing this. And then I watched I don't five. need to grieve. I don't need to. I, I, yeah, for I, I, That's excellent advice. Skip yeah. two. Yeah, skip, yeah. Two, I thought maybe... Skip one, just stop at the oh. Peloton. No, but even then, like, oh, there's there's like, I could probably do a whole podcast. Okay. Basically, I literally hate it and think it's sacrilegious and I, I loathe it. Okay, you? so you've done one and five. I've Yeah, whilst reading like everything I can about it. Okay. You? Was, was five any good? No, no okay. I hate it. I've done one and two. I didn't go for a funeral. Oh, heartbreak. No. I went for, I went for, for some girly fun totally and I good. did not get what I thought I was going to yeah. get. Anyway, so now I haven't been back, but I, I think I will. 
I just haven't watched much TV recently. Tell you what, I have just finished. My husband and I finished on Saturday night was a very British scandal. Oh, yeah. Is that the Hugh Grant one? Claire Foy. Oh, the new one. Claire Foy and Paul Bettany about the Duke and Duchess of Argyle. Oh, my God. I really loved it. It's not the best thing that's ever been, but it's like the aristocracy in the 50s and all the kind of glitz and glamour of that life in beautiful Scotland and a castle that she renovates. and But then she's also like, she's like a sex fiend and oh, he is a piece of work. I mean, they're both a piece of work. It's all based on reality. Yeah, I've really, it was three hours, which was just so nice. I really enjoyed yeah. it. I really okay. recommend it. I, a few people said they thought it was quite boring, but maybe that was just, oh, that was just the first one, maybe. Oh, yeah. I just think they're just two brilliant actors mm. and it was like lovely to watch. Not lovely Good. to watch, but like. Entertaining. Have you watched any Yaskers? I've, I've I know some... what's not what we're here to discuss we're today. Not. But I, I have watched Queer Eye, the new Queer Eye, which I just absolutely love. I, I just still think it's one of my favourite shows on TV. It is so heartwarming and so joyous. Is that the one where they do the makeovers? Yeah. Oh, you love that show. I love it. It's just so... So positive. Though. Yeah, it is, but I don't oh, mind. Oh, not we go again and read them around? I know, but they I make mean, such a... Smooth. They literally make... They've, they've only know, chosen people. Yeah, I do. I do. And they've also only chosen no. people this series with like really worthy causes. And so there's a lot of like helping the community as much as oh, they're helping okay. the individuals. It's really good. I love you it. You're a tourist. No. Yeah. I mean, it's Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan one. Right. Is it good? I feel like he's going to be on our screens a lot. Yeah, he's in that new year. film, isn't he? He's in something else where he looks hot. Yeah, it's uh, the Irish film. Can't remember what it's called, but Judy Dench. I got a soft spot for Jamie Dornan. The tourist. I'm hearing really good things. You haven't started it. I was going to start last night, and then okay. I was like, I've got a podcast tomorrow. I should start the tourist. Mm. And then I was like, my New Year's resolution is to read more, so I'm going to read more. Okay. Plus, can we just have a brief moment before we get into like 900 questions <laughs> on Kate Middleton? Oh, what? I mean, she's fabulous, isn't she? I mean, Josie said, I was like, he went. God, the press have really, mm. like, they've really turned. I was like, well. I also oh, think no. that, like, ever since they got Megan, who they hate, they've well, we've been, got no one left. Yeah, well, I think, and they therefore like to be super positive. Mm. Fuck, I take my hat off to her. Yeah. I read, what did I read? Um, it was a quote in, I think it was Sunday Times, Star Yesterday, that said, she's like the Queen Mother, she just doesn't do drama. And yeah. I just, I love that. And I just thought, good for you. There was a piece I put on Instagram yesterday. Yes, I read did that. You about read being in, I, I, I held down what you had posted about being in your 40s. Yeah. Sarah Vine's yeah, I did. letter. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, Sarah Vine is, I mean, she, yeah. she was married to Michael Gibb, but we'll let her off. But um, she's a great journalist. Mm. She's a really amazing journalist. And it was really just gave me all the feels. And... Yeah. It was, what she wrote was basically about why being 40 is fantastic and it was very encouraging. I thought. Yeah, but all the like make time for yourself and the way she, the way she mentioned Kate's photography and she basically said, find something as well as being a mother and a wife and find something that's just yours. Mm. Or as well as being in this royal world, find something that's just yours and hang on to it. You're really good at photography, Kate. Like, pursue that. Mm. And I just thought that was such... I hope Mm. Kate saw that because I thought it was amazing advice. She obviously does have a passion for photography. Yeah. I've actually read slash listened to Alexandra Shulman's book over the Christmas period. Uh, Like, her original, the memoirs. Oh, right. The memoirs from her Vogue days had you not like, heard no of I never had I don't know why what I just, do you know what I don't like her very much I know but and so it's I hadn't, such a good it is book. really good I really enjoyed it and so I feel like Kate and shooting Kate is on my brain at the moment because obviously you know the, the memoirs are from the build up to the centenary yeah, issue yeah 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 and um, 
yeah, that is of course what they did at the time. And do you remember how controversial it was with the documentary, how they kept it a secret and how they just didn't tell anyone mm-hmm. that they were doing it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting hearing it play out from the other side. But yeah, she's just she just sounds like such a class act to work with, doesn't she, Kate? I think she's just so dignified mm. and stoic yeah. and... Like, they don't make people like that anymore. Mm. She's like old school. She's, just, she's never put a foot wrong. No. She's never spoken out. She's never, you know, the whole Meghan and Harry thing, whatever you mm. think. But whatever you think, like, she's never said a word. Yeah. And whoever's right or wrong, whatever the press did or didn't do, she's just like, I don't know. Yeah, agreed. You've got to give it to her. Real dignity. Anyway, happy birthday, Kate. I think mm. you look fabulous. And there was a piece about her style and what her style will be like now that she's... 40 mm. and whoever wrote the piece said I think she's really going to come into her own now and and it's a bit more her being a yeah. role you know being raw in your 40s she can sort of go for it a bit more as opposed to yes probably when she was 30 she was dressing a bit more like a 40 role which Tasty. made her look a bit mumsy whereas now she'll sort of just yeah cruise into yeah. skirt suits and that kind of yeah. thing <laughs> yeah, yeah very dignified <laughs> anyway questions <sighs> I don't even know where we start. Know, like there's a lot. Okay, what what are your resolutions for 2022? Okay, Let's start so, with that. Well, well, we'll come to you. I'll, I'll go quickly. Towards the end of the year, we did this on the podcast and I said that I didn't really have any, that I think I was just going to manifest some positive things instead. But actually, now we're in January. I am, I'm just, I basically have spent the last two years since the pandemic hit not saying no to a single snack or food or drink or anything. So I'm just being a bit more considerate about what I'm putting into my body this year. Measured. So I'm being measured, exactly. So nothing drastic, nothing extreme. You turned down the end of my uh, hero's calendar. Tempting, tempting. I was like, do you, do you need any stuff? She's like, I, pre, I pre, pre-bought snacks. I did. I went, I went in anticipation. <laughs> anticipation of our lunchtime record. Yeah, so I am just making healthier choices. If I make targets and things like that, then I won't stick to them. But... Yeah. For me, just just being more conscious. Is that it? Is that is it pretty much? What about so you? Your only resolution. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about you? Oh, mine are like average, boring things like drink more water, read more. Mm-hmm. So I read something that someone said: only say yes to something. Was it Annie Highmarsh? One of her many words of wisdom. Only say yes to something if you would want to do it tonight. Oh, yes. I read that this week. Which I thought was Weird. brilliant. Yeah. It was like, only say yes to it if you could be bothered to do it now. Yeah. And if not, then... Yeah, yeah. tonight. I've been quite good over the last really six good. months. Can't that's saying no. Can't I've been, Edward. I've been doing a lot of that. <gasps> that's harsh, isn't it? Oh it feels God, so good. But, you know, there's only so many nights of the week. One of mine is... I was reading that thing from Sarah Vine, which talked about making time for yourself mm. and not, not putting yourself at the bottom of the list and that, you know... If there is a leak, then, you know, the whole ship's flooded mm-hmm. and sinking. And, and I'm really aware of that. I really believe happy wife, happy life, happy mother, happy home. You know, I really do believe that I have done for years. And so I do prioritise myself, which sounds really awful because I no. get that importance. And because I want my cake and to eat it. But I want to be better in my own company with my own time. Mm-hmm. So I'm a really social person. Mm. But making time for me is like go, 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 seeing friends, doing people, mm-hmm. doing things. And actually... I said, to, I said to my husband last night, I said, I really dream. I said, I have this weird dream of taking the day off and sitting on my bed and watching a film in the middle of the day. The guilt I would feel mm. about doing that is like immense. Do you think you actually enjoy, so I always... I dream like, about these pre, things. Then, yeah, because yeah. also pre-pandemic, like I always thought, oh, I, I love, I, I really, I don't get any alone time. But I think, you know, it comes down to the kind of extrovert, extrovert thing. Like, do you not think that you feed off other people's company and actually that's what makes you happy and that's what gives you life? rather than just being alone. Because that's think, the conclusion I, I came to I about I think I like me. it in the day. I think, I find in the evening, 
I find the like come down of a busy day really depressing. Mm. I feel like the energy that I pick up during the day, I want to kind of continue yeah. it. I'm not very good at having a busy, like buzzy day mm-hmm. and then getting home and just like putting on my cozies and doing nothing. I totally find agree. that oh, yeah. quite depressing. Mm-hmm. Whereas to have a bit of daytime time. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I see. So you need some time in the day and then you can go, okay, got you, got you. Pipe dream, pipe dream. But anyway. You should do it and try it and then get out of your system. And like a couple more evenings at home that are mine where I don't work. So if I'm at home, I work in the evenings. And if I'm not working, then I'm out or I've got a friend over. So I'd like to be better at stopping work when I'm at home. That's those are mine. Good. I'm going to throw in a question quickly because yep. I've got some questions over here. Somebody says, uh, "How many hours a week does Georgie work in awe of her work ethic and mum life inspo?" What is your advice? You, I mean, you do just work all the time. Uh, I mean, I work every day. Yeah, it's un- unquantifiable, right? But, but when people I... talk about your work ethic and your mum life. I mean, you do you do seem to manage to do both, don't you? Oh, my other news resolution actually was mm. to have more time talking to my children and just being with them and. Someone said, are we already good game play with your children? I was like, well, thanks. That's a real compliment. Uh, we played a lot of Rummy Cub over My favourite game. Such a good game. Mm. Um, I, I feel like with my children, when, I, when I'm with them, it's like doing something or seeing people or whatever. Again, I just want to try and be a bit more stationary mm. with them. I think it was Annie Harris again who said she just loves being busy. I'm mm. just that person. My mother's the same. My father's the same. Like, it's in my genes from mm. both sides. Um, how many hours do I work? I, I, mean, I have quite a good social life mm. and I definitely go out for a girl's lunch probably once a month. <laughs> but the rest of the time you work. So, yeah. 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 Not weekends mm. other than behind the scenes. Yeah. Hard, hard, hard rule. That's good. Sunday nights there, everyone starts to creep back online. Yeah, it's like, fuck off everyone. I think we need it. It's like an extra slot. I think it? we really need to have a company rule which is scheduled sends only. Yes. Me included, all of us. Yeah, I agree. Unless it's, it's not really hard. pressing and, and it needs people's attention before 10 a.m. on Monday because yeah. it's just, the heart kind of sinks, doesn't it? Correct. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Okay, three New Year health hacks to lose weight. Oh, say no to things. Abs are made in the kitchen. Quit the booze. Also, exercise, not because, yeah, quit the booze. Matthew Jukes, who we interviewed for SL Man recently, said that he doesn't believe in dry January because if you just decide that every week of the year you're going to take three days off, then that's over 150 days dry in the year, which is better for you than 30 in one go. And I thought I would oh! go with that instead. What was that, three days a week? Yeah. Yeah, so that's our that's my other resolution. Mm. Sorry, I'm not being very succinct. My other resolu- resolution is back to three days dry a week. Yeah. So we were really good at that. You were straight to that, weren't you? Yeah. And then we started to slip. I mean, December, fuck. No. This, so I'm doing... Lol's found this hilarious mm-hmm. when I said I'm doing dry January with a few jokers and if someone asks me out, <laughs> I don't want to be a ledge. She's like, so basically you're grand and you're drinking all month. I am doing one night off a week. One night on a week. One dry, one night off dry January week. Right, right, right. It's not, not one night off boots. No. <laughs> that would be that good. That would be shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's totally, sorry. And also like, I don't know, everybody's different. Some people like having, you know, really strict or going cold turkey. For me, you know, I drank Thursday, Friday, Saturday this week, but then I just won't drink now till Thursday. And, you know, balance. Yeah, well, I need it. My liver is thumping on the walls going, uh, have you forgotten about me? Uh, Because if you don't pay me some attention, I'm going to pack my bags. (laughs) Call it a day. Um, So I am trying to have a bit of a cleanse. I've also got my, my other resolution is to have all my health checks. Oh, yes. We've been quite good at that as well. Yeah, I see. I turned no, up. No, you've, you've been quite good at that. Well, I turned up for my 
effing medical. Yeah. And they bloody scrapped me off the system. Mm. That's I've got it later this month. Yeah, so well. I'm doing one night off dry jan as a bit of a cleanse. And I am then going to really try to get back onto three days. Good. Because December is just like every day. I know, every day. I was like, we're yeah. all, I'm in now. I might as well carry on. I also think I did that in November. I think mm. I just had like a really extended... Yeah. yeah. We went out for supper on Saturday... I didn't drink, and yesterday we had friends for lunch, and I got into bed last night. I said to my husband, I was like, Mike, can you see my halo? And <laughs> I, I find felt, that quite hard. Oh, I felt so... Do you know, I didn't. And what's so weird is that Christmas... Mm, impossible. At, like, that time of day, I'd be like, mm, yeah. I'm ready I need. I'm ready for drink. That's why. Mm. I really... They were all having Bloody Marys at lunch, and I was oh, quite tempted. And then I had Diet Coke, and then, then I was done, and now it's like... Out of mind. Great. It's funny, isn't it? Well done. Very mm-hmm. virtuous. So you're just... I'm just doing less. Doing, yeah, saying yes, less to bad things. Good. Mm. Any intentions, goals for 2022? God, I feel like I'm really... Um, I sound really unambitious on all fronts. Uh, for me, I achieved quite a lot I last know what, year. this, don't what? believe this. What? So I've seen her goal. We've had her goals meeting. She was the, the first business. one who wrote a Word document. There were so many goals on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just do a lot. Um, no, I, sorry. Lots. I mean, I'm not going to bore everyone with my uh, goals. <laughs> Your professional goals. goals. Um, but do you know what? I, and this is going to sound so cheesy, but I feel everything, I, I was really lucky. Like my year wrapped up in like a really good way. Touch wood. You know, everything was great. And I feel really like, God, if everything can just stay that great for this year, that is kind of the best I can ask for. So that's not that I'm not ambitious about every area of my life, but I'm sort of just, I'm not, I'm not beating myself up like this must happen, this must happen because actually I'm in quite a good place. Good. That's where I'm at. I'd like to go on holiday a few more times, but fuck You'd like to go on holiday a few more times? I would, yes, but it's yeah, not really see, intention, I'm not like you. I don't know if it sounds smug, I don't mean it to, but I'm I'm quite happy in my mm. day to day. Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know, I don't mean that to sound really and maybe I hope that's helpful to people. Like I think if you do and you don't, you are happy in your day to day. Like you have a great life, I love the sunshine. And then, I'm sure you do too, but... I really am satisfied mm. by my day-to-day life and I have a good balance of fun and family time mm. and time with my husband and yeah. time with my friends and I think I, I could slow down a tiny bit. Yeah. But I am yeah. quite fulfilled yeah, so day-to-day. But I still love a holiday, yeah. don't get me wrong. But I don't... I'm not like... Because for me, it's crazy. I'm not gunning for what that I haven't... I don't know if I'm going away at Easter or not. Well, for me, it's the I crave the travel as opposed to the change from my reality. So I crave the new place, the new thing, the hotels, the food, the culture, the whatever. Mm. That's what I need as opposed to the kind of break from my own reality. Do you know mm. what I mean? That's what, you know, in the same way that people crave trying new restaurants, whatever it might be, you know, that's my... I don't know, that's my fix. I yeah, guess. it is your, but it's mm. your thing. And yeah. if someone asked me what your thing was, I, yeah. I mean, travel would be top of the list. Yeah. And maybe that's really ignorant of me because there's so many amazing places out there. Maybe I've just had such a sheltered... <laughs> Not at all. Poor me, I must get away more. <laughs> Back to the sort of diet things, just to finish off on that, because mm. there are quite a few diety questions. Charlotte, you're not a big dieter. No. I'm not a big dieter. I'm quite controlled. I, I mean, there you go. I've said it, I'm quite controlled. Yeah. Best diet tips. Is there anything you'd say... All I know, I mean, check yourself. Check yourself. Yeah, just every like if diets don't work for you, then just yeah, make good choices. That's all. Day, day by day. My friend's doing the prolong cleanse. Have you heard of that? Yeah. You know who's who American. is obsessed with it? Uh, when I interviewed Gucci Westman, she was 
had just done it and she does it once a year and said it is like absolutely incredible but yeah cash my lockdownica oh yeah and she does it about three times a year really yeah she just did it last week i just saw her on friday she came over with their new non-alcoholics okay so good hardcore though um Very long. well no, it, no you get food you get soups and crackers and olives okay. and actually her husband was saying i think it's like it's crunching something that, like, mentally you need sometimes. Yeah, not just liquid, yeah. And she said the energy she had last week on this diet... Mm. I know, it's sold out at the moment. I'm trying to... Yeah, interesting. I'm trying to get it, because I really want to do it. But it's five days. Doable. Sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. I would say best diet tips. My sister and Nora and I would say this when we're having our dry nights. It's to get out of the kitchen. Yeah. She's... <laughs> do something else. Sarah, my sister and Nora, says she literally... Puts the children to bed. She runs downstairs, tidies up, and then like times herself to get upstairs again. Oh, what? She so stays just... in the kitchen. She's going to pour herself gin tea. <laughs> like, shut the door and back away. I'm a bit like that. I'm yeah. like, quick, quick, go up, take yeah. a hot chocolate. And <laughs> Is that a top diet? <laughs> Options. Put, only put calories. Like cup. Low calorie. I love my low calories. Um, anyway, we've got so many career questions. These are not going to be in a great order, but someone said changing your career, going to university in your late 30s. What do you think? Do it if you can. It, like if you have the means, why on earth not? Yeah, my husband's reading a book called. He's still reading it. Mm. Called the Hundred Year Life. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm reading that for a while. Which I talked yeah. about before, which is like on the premise that yeah, in the old days you retired at sixty, you did a job, a career for thirty five years, yeah. and now you do it for you know you, there's room for two careers. So yes, yes, yes. How do you find your calling? Struggling to find a career I love. Somebody says. Try things. Yeah. I also think. What learning- do you love? Yeah. What are you into? Yeah. Are you into fitness? Are you into food? Are you into giving advice? Yeah. You... And I also think finding, spending time finding out what you don't love is just as important as spending time finding out what you do love. So yeah. do do jobs, take a job, find out, you know, you'll, you'll learn things about yourself in a job and you'll learn things about what you want to do and what you don't want to do. And then just write a list of what you do like, whether that's hobbies and interests like you said, or whether it's, you know, that yeah, you want to be a manager or you want to, you know, what you yeah. like in the what, workplace. What, yeah, and, what motivates you? Yeah. Is it leadership? Yeah. Because there are certain places where you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna get to run a team, yeah, more likely than you know exactly. other things that might be more the freelance exactly world that we're in now. Yeah, I agree. I also think you can make a career out of anything now. Yes, like, so true. You know, it is the rule book is out the window. Mm. So don't think that because you're into gardening that can't be your career. It, look at Sarah Raven; it certainly can. Yeah. How to restart your career after eight years being a full time mum? I think go into like a small business and soon you'll just be irreplaceable. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Don't go and be a cog somewhere with a yeah. big system and yeah, go in with I've seen your... seen that so many times. Yeah. Take your, not, you know, you'll have knowledge and expertise even though it might more feel like think. you've been out there exactly more than you think, like you've been out the game for a while. So take it somewhere who will really appreciate it. Yeah. I, I really agree with that. We've had, we've had quite a few, quite a few of the mothers in the business had, had joined Shilux after a career hiatus mm. and it's like riding a bike. Mm. You know, and the life skills that you've got, you can bring to businesses, especially ones that are growing, especially like, I think on the HR side and the people, you know, head of people, chief of staff, those kind of roles, I think are really growing. And actually those skills of being a mother and Mm. a peacemaker and all those things are quite useful, I think. mediator. That's a really growing area of a lot of businesses. Mm. I think a really good one to look at. How to deal with jealousy from a colleague. Rise above it. Rise above it. When they go low, you go high. Um, How to stay motivated working from home. I love working from home. I have no issue with that, personally. Get get yourself a good workspace. Do whatever you can to, you know, have an empty room with no one else in it. 
a desk and a chair. And I think it comes from that. You hate working from home. I don't hate it. I, there's loads of benefits mm. with five days a week. Oh, I so agree with that. As people know, we are three days in the office. Anyone can come in on the other days if they feel like home is not the place to be or they're not set up or whatever. But it's only prerequisite that people are here three days a week. But I know someone who's been at home on her own in a room for two years now. Yeah. And that's, that is... Yeah. That's what my husband's done pretty It's much. horrendous. Yeah. And I would say find a friend and like go f- who's local and, and go to each mm. other's kitchen tables. Like we are human beings and most of us are relatively social. And I just think it's, there's no end to the day. The hours and hours and hours. And also working next to my husband. I mean, I realised that, you know, I was saying to Elle this morning, we have quite good chat at work and, and he's just... Did your husband have no chat? Is my that what you've really discovered? Nice, but yeah. He's quite miserable when he's working. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been I'm a... Like, oh, you're depressing. Yeah, it's also been a fascinating um, insight into how... How little they half. achieve oh, in a day. Mate, <laughs> there's a lot of bed making going on at home. Oh. Um, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, that phone call. I, I mean, I could have summed that up in a map. Oh, that old pitter patter again. Um, I do think, sorry, but what you just touched on though, as well about structure and routine, end of the day, that kind of thing is so important. So, you know, get up, get out. Last week, we were, I worked from home every day and went for a walk before the working day every day until Friday when I didn't. And at like 10.30, I was like, there's something wrong with me. I felt so spacey, but I just hadn't had my fresh air. So mm. get up, get out, go home, start from scratch, put your shoes on and give yourself a structured day. But it's so hard when you're just on back to back Zoom calls. At this time of year, I really, do you know what? I really do, I I would never want it five days a week all the time. I'm really grateful that we don't have that. But in January, I bang on about this all the time. But in January. Do you know what? It was quite, last week was quite a gentle start. We're hoping to come back in next week. We'll see how things are. But it was a gentle start. start, And I I don't think that was a bad thing for anybody. Tips when applying for jobs. I've done it for a while. You? I would say, Get in touch, follow up, just reiterate. If you can't pick up the phone, just send an email and just say to them, just check you get this, got this. I mean, we get hundreds. Uh, I mean, we literally get hundreds mm. of applicants for, for one role. I also think, and this is obviously specific to our industries, this isn't necessarily so relevant in certain professions, but make your Instagram account a portfolio of who you are, what yes, you do. Yes. Make it open profile. And unfortunately, that is just the reality of job applications these days and it can go a long way to helping you mm. particularly in this industry i know lou would be nodding along i know mm-hmm. she agrees with that <laughs> one how do you manage anxiety or feelings of self-doubt i get quite bad anxiety but not in a self-doubt way mine is more just like stressy do you know what i mean it's mm. not about me it's about i don't know lists of admin or i only really tend to have anxiety when things are stressful if that makes sense it's mm. less about self-doubt so that's not that helpful but I think you just have to find what works for you. You know, pe- some people swear by meditation, other people swear by, you know, whatever else it might be. Find the thing. It doesn't have to be that sitting in a dark room meditating is the way that you combat yours. But, whether, you know, it could be watching trash on TV. It could be something. But I think in terms of anxiety, just find what you need to do. Breath work, exercise, anything. And then make that a daily ritual, a daily mm-hmm. habit. What about you? It's interesting what you said about breath work. My daughter was, she got a real stress about something the weekend and I was like remembering what Laura said what was it breathe in for five out mm. of ten anyway that's what we did five times and actually I did it with her and I was mm. like god I can really s- I've never done it before but she yeah. was really I could just see her getting more and more worked out she's like oh, I, I can't breathe and I was like shit and my husband was like you're fine she's so dramatic and she is quite dramatic but 
and I was like, come on, come with me, come with me. And, and I was like, we can do this thing that Laura talked about. And I felt like it really did help. Yeah. I, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I might get shot down for this. But, and look, if this is, these are serious mental health issues, I, I'm not commenting on that. But I don't know how much there is to be gained on procrastinating about self-doubt. You know, everyone's winging it. Who doesn't have imposter syndrome? I mean, who are you if you don't? I've talked about it before. You're mm. freaking out your own arse if you don't ever walk out there. You know... I don't have it in my day-to-day. Yeah, there are moments yeah. when I walk into a room with high-powered women and I think, oh, my God, they're all so amazing. Mm. And they're like, that's human. If you don't have that, then mm. you don't have, like, a check and balance. And, and so I think that's normal. Mm. I just, I sort of think just, like, everything is smoke and mirrors. Everything is, it's all a game. And just try not to take it too seriously. Yeah, I, I so agree. And maybe, and I'm sure people listen to us and say that's easy to say if you're confident. But mm. I also then think that people assume <laughs> that, like, you, all right, you just, you just, have to get on with it. A loud voice doesn't yeah. mean yeah, you, doesn't mean you don't have other voices totally. in your head. Like, don't be fooled. Like, we're all yeah. But if you want it, but if you want to get on and succeed and keep going and and make yourself heard and known, then you sort of have to just get over it, don't you? Yeah, sort of. Sounds hard, doesn't it? How do you cope with work-related stress then? You sort of just plow on, make to-do lists, and just get it done. I mean, there's no other other way. I think you know, obviously, if you're talking about things to do with you know the like we're, we're obviously not talking about you know being in a horrible position with you know other people or hr related issues like you know we're talking purely about work workload busy stressful times and i think you literally just have to put your head down and go on with it unfortunately it does well, end hopefully your organization has someone you can talk to mm, yeah well i think that's important yes yeah. is talking and sharing it and not letting it get what do you do out of hand talk to my husband yeah yeah, talk to my husband and, and problem solve. That's like my job is to problem solve and deal with the shit, unfortunately. I mean, I sound really perky today, don't I? But <laughs> so I mean, jolly. firefighting and dealing with people, that's kind of what you do as, yeah. as you evolve. But most of the time you can sort something out. Mm. Things happen. I think I've learned to go, can't do anything about that. Yeah. It I, is what it is. And, and get on with it and work mm. hard and hopefully it will all work itself out in the end. Yeah. I mean, Remember yeah. the world's not about to end. Well, th- and I was going to say, again, this is industry dependent because there are a lot of industries where this, this isn't relevant. But what I always say to people when they're stressing is no one's going to die. Like, it's okay. Yeah. No one's going to die. Yeah. We'll, we'll work it out. Reality check. Yeah. yeah. Just side note, advice on having a dog while you work full time, Charlotte. <laughs> Spend a fortune on daycare. Yeah. Don't under budget. For yeah. The... Don't, don't underestimate how much care you will need because it's quite actually quite hard work. Okay. Have you got any other tips for staying focused when working from home? Uh, take regular breaks if you can feel yourself lacking and you know that time that you would normally go and get a coffee or you would normally go and chat to a colleague then you know go and do something else for five minutes and then come back in fresh ready to go you I think punctuate your day with calls as well because it's hard you know those mornings when I get up where I might not have you know my calls will will kick off at sort of 11 and then they're hard to whatever I, I I will find myself sometimes faffing around mm. and I'm like, get on, you know, what you're, I could have achieved. Yeah. And then I get to the back end of the day and I'm like, that thing I needed to get my head down and mm. do. What did someone say? Someone smart said, you know, write down the big things you need to achieve that day and do them first. Yeah, there's like a, oh, I can't Isn't remember what it's called, but there's like a, like an axis. It's somebody's yeah. axis. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm very bad at that personally. I'm not so good at the, uh, no. at doing the big jobs first. No, I do I'm the things not. I like first. And My then... husband's not. He saves them until the evening, which is so boring. Oh, what's been your proudest career moment? What was oh. your proudest career moment of 2021? Uh, well, I became deputy editor. That was nice. Yay. Um, are we t- yeah, that's probably mine. Good. I'm trying to think. That's a good one. What about you? 
Growth. Excellent growth. That would be mine. Good. I've got a good one here. Tell me. Biggest lesson you learned in 2021? Just not everyone's going to like you. You can't. You've got to accept that not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. What's that thing? You'd rather be someone's strong coffee than everybody's milky cup of tea. Is that a thing? Mm. I've never heard that. I think I think I've I've gone through life wanting to be liked and prove that I'm a nice person, and just some people don't want to like you, mm. and you can try yeah. as hard as you like, but you're just not meant yeah. to be pals. I'm looking at all these questions. <laughs> I'm trying to. I feel like you've tried to develop a system, but I'm not sure it's working well. for you over there. Okay, so we've got travel and fashion to come. Before that, there are a few sort of miscellaneous <laughs> questions. Charlotte, mm-hmm. what was the best gift you both received? For Christmas, uh, my best gift, I got my navy ray coat about three months before Christmas, but that was, oh, uh, was that early Christmas, Christmas and that was, I'm very nice. thrilled with that. And I got, you know what I'm really pleased with? I got a, there's a ceramicist on, say on Instagram, sounds ridiculous, but I found her through Instagram called Bettina's Ceramics and I got a terracotta pot which is sort of like a, I know, I'm 105, I know. Um, but it is a really beautiful, you know, what a whole house to fill. So <laughs> it's a really gorgeous scalloped kind of Grecian style terracotta pot, which is actually still at my parents, but it's going to look so good on my island. So I'm very pleased with that. Nice. What about you? I don't really do Christmas presents. I got given several secret spa massages. Okay, that's nice. True, true. Yeah. I mean... Do they all use the shit like discount code? No, I don't think they did, <laughs> damn silly. it. How silly. But yeah, I, I did get given three massages. Okay, well, that's nice. Um, which is literally... There's your me time. Heaven mm. to me. Like, total... Actually, when we went to Bybury, we had... We got Ruby to come. Nice. That was so nice. Um, I'm the proud owner of a Brooke... Yes. ...jewellery ring. Lovely. Which I love, which is her bezel, which matches my... Thomas Bray starting yeah. off, so I'm, I'm very happy. <laughs> Dripping over there. And I tell you what I got for Christmas, which I bought on my husband's behalf, wrapped on his behalf, it's but under the, the tree. Well, that yeah. and But more is the um, Forte Forte sleeveless blazer jacket that oh. I... Do you remember that? No, which one? Oh, yes. And the Harvey Nichols. Yes. So and, nice. I mean, to say I've worn it to death. Have you? I wore it on New Year's Eve over a miniskirt. Mm-hmm. I've worn it over like shiny leggings with a t-shirt. I've worn it over jeans with a roll neck. I have... I feel like you, you like a sleeveless blazer. Mm, yeah. I just love it. Mm. I mean, I've worn it in every possible right. way. So I'm so thrilled with that. Good. It's probably my, my faves. Okay. Um, what to buy when you're moving into your first home, Charlotte? Well, I mean, that's quite an open-ended question, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, you need a bed and a sofa, assuming you've got all your appliances. I mean, how, how unsexy are we going? You need a fridge, you need... <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously you need the essentials, don't you, which is super boring. Then once those are done, it depends what you're kitchen, into. Kitchen, kitchen. Ki- yeah. Yeah, hard. Kitchen, yeah. curtains. Yeah, I still don't have curtains. Do you not? Nope. All good blinds, a nice carpet, like, yeah. yeah, the basics, the unsexy stuff, like get the basics right, your flooring, your, I know that's so mm. snooze, but anyway, those things. Tips for making your first property, it's a small flat. Grown up on a budget. It's our home. It's amazing. It is so grown up. It's so smart. Yeah. I mean, it's it's affordable. Yeah. You, can, you sort of can't go wrong. Yeah, I agree. If you don't spend a fortune. I think the H&M home store on Regent Street is excellent. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, it really is. Really good. Nice paint colours. Mm. Go to Farnborough Paint Library and get a paint consultation and get your, get your woodwork right. I think when you buy your first property, you don't really know about what colours to paint woodwork and actually 
I think having all the same colour as all I often talk about being really calming or getting darker or whatever, but just I think you tend to buy your first home and think assume that you paint the woodwork mm. white mm. and all seems white. Mm. And I think it can that that yeah. can look really luxe. I remember my friend buying her first flat and this must be over a decade ago now. And Catherine Paravicini, who's the interior designer that helped with my house, she was working for, I think, um, Colfax and Fowler, and she went round and said, paint your woodwork. I remember going round to my friend of his flat and being like, oh, that looks so grown up. So, so you're talking about painting the like the, the, skirting. the skirting the same colour as the walls? Yeah. And okay. if you have dark colours, mm. if you have dark walls, it's very calm and yeah. it's very grown up. And really nice. don't underestimate what it can do. Also, on that point of kind of small tweaks that can make a difference, um, going for a metallic you know, plug socket or whatever as opposed to a white wall mm, again, makes mm, everything look mm. much better. I agree. I think there is a category disruptor coming that should be coming, anyway, mm. if you're not already, that, that, is, that does light fixtures and fittings yes. that are... The pookie of the lighting world mm. needs to do switches and stuff like that. Yeah, I so agree. Because they're, you know, there's buster and punch and then there's not masses in the middle that's that good there needs to be like an H&M price point version of that yeah there does um, I've got I've got some misc here as well somebody's yeah. gift, gift idea for mum's 60th your mum had a big birthday last year didn't she mm. we got her a day trip to Paris with us lovely so we actually haven't done it yet because of the pandemic yeah. but yeah my brother and I are taking her and my stepdad to Paris so nice. for lunch so nice which I did with Coco yeah. in half term and it was such fun so nice. Yeah, I did that for my mum for her 60th. Mm. Nice farmhouse. I think, yeah, Still something done like it. that. It was two years ago. But... We, got, we got my mum AirPod Pros oh, yeah. for Christmas. I said to her yesterday, are you using them? She said, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> Gee, thanks, mum. <laughs> she said, your brother gave me a bit of a lecture about yeah. Apple Pay. I was like, well, I haven't actually got that. But, um, you don't have Apple Pay? No, I know. Anyway, let's move on. Right. <laughs> God. Here's a good miscellaneous. What do you mm. think of Kate's portrait pictures? We've done Kate. Beautiful. I actually, do you know what? This is controversial. The red wasn't my favourite. Well, I fully agree. I think she's very pale. Very pale. I'm thrilled that she's tonging and not blow blow drying. drying. I think her tonging needs a bit of work. However, I feel really neggy sounding critical Mm. because I think she looks beautiful and quite ethereal. And there's one that is really lovely that I posted. I just thought she deserves all the love. I think she's just going to blossom. And someone said something like, is she having any tweetments and someone else wrote who gives a shit yeah so I, which i thought was so nice that's, so that's like saying is she wearing makeup these days isn't it who cares, oh, cares. like go for it she's she not she bloody well should yeah um oh i think she is anyway <laughs> just saying <laughs> she um, if any actress could play you in a movie i love that question good I've never, i mean i've never thought about it i might need a minute i have about yourself. Yeah, of course you <laughs> I, I'm Go on. I've been asked it before. Okay. So I Go on. Know. I mean, it would be GP. Well, it, yeah, it'd be GP. Oh, that's quite a good one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd take it. <laughs> this is it. How punchy does one go? I don't go know. for it. It's just Marco Robbie playing me. I mean. Uh, no, well, actually, hus- no. That's who my husband would pick to Yeah, play my me. husband would pick Cameron Diaz. But actually, I tell you mine. Oh, would be... my God. Would he really? Oh, my God. It's his dream woman. He, oh my, yeah, like a young Cameron Diaz. Unfortunately, a young Cameron Diaz. Like a, like a, um, oh, where's she really hot? Yeah. Oh my God. He thinks she's, he thinks she is the dream. Um, I tell you who I'd Not. go for. I'd go for Sienna Miller. <laughs> That's who I'd pick. She's a bloody good actress. Yeah. She'd have to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give her some thought. I'll let yeah, you know. Yeah, Margot Robbie, that's a good one. Mm. I'll have her if she says no to you. <laughs> Tips on staying motivated during dry January. Go upstairs. Get out of the kitchen. <laughs> uh, get in the bath. Oh, do you know what I'm really enjoying? Go on. 
Selling Sunset. Oh, I can't. I can't do it. I couldn't, but I mean, I can. Are now. you? My friend said just push on. Yeah. And series two and then into three is less houses. You have less time than me, and I'm not sure I can dedicate. No, two I mean I'm I'm, to it. I'm skipping along. Mm. Do you watch no, it in a bar? Is that way? Did you see that? Do you buy the playground of the rich? No. Yeah, I did watch about three funny. minutes of Britain's most expensive homes this weekend or whatever it was, and then just thought. Well, if you like that kind of thing, Dubai, the world's most expensive playground, is a scream. Is it? It really is. It's sickening. What are your planned significant purchases for 2022? Oh, I don't plan like that, personally. Well, no, actually, the the benefit of going away in in going on a hot holiday in winter is that you can see the gaps in your summer wardrobe well in advance of summer. So I need some new swimwear because I haven't actually bought new swimwear since pre-pandemic and that's three summers ago now so that's my big gap but otherwise I don't tend to I don't tend to plan my purchases I bought a, I bought a coat I treated myself to a coat in the sales which I've wanted for a very long time so that was my big investment in recent weeks months very and then, nice coat thank you I've wanted it for ages very nice coat so that's sort of me done for a little while I don't buy a lot so that's it for now well you, you don't plan your purchases like that either do you my dog Oh yeah, my garden. Oh, I need to do that. Too. Oh, my yeah, garden. I've got a lot of house stuff to buy. I, I'm doing. We're doing. I'm about to start our garden. That's exciting. Which is really exciting mm. because it looks like it's not been touched since 1984. Mm. So yes. there's quite a lot of rockery. Ah, yes. So and fences with great big holes in, which okay. we discovered when our friend's dog went missing. So you know, it's okay. it's needed. Yeah, needs some love. Favorite florists. Okay, no, hang on. I well, ideas for a housewarming present for a couple around fifty pounds. Bottle of something for me, or a vase. Anything for lip- I, I was going to say Go a kimchi. Are they kimchi kimchi? Kimchi is a food. Oh, kimchi jug. Oh yeah, it's a hundred, not fifty. Okay, so that's so double, double your budget. But I'd say nice ceramic, yeah, a nice yeah. bowl, a nice something. I mean, a tray, fifty pounds. That's stretch. Yeah. But actually, I'm sure on H and M was alright. Actually, nice. honestly, even go onto Liberty Home, look at the accessories. Oh, and it's amazing, and they're they, amazing. You get a lovely dish. Yeah, there's plenty there. Lovely dishes. Yeah, even if it's one salad bowl or something. Yeah, so nice. Really nice. Nice salad servers. Yeah. I need those. Anthropology as well, if they're a bit younger. Yes. Dalesford. Great interior bits too. There's yes. Loads. Loads. Last one before we move on to travel. Favourite florists in London? Mine is Scarlet and Violet in Kensal Rise. Mine is Ronnie Colby. Now, if you wondered what part of London we lived in and you really had your head screwed <laughs> on, you could work it out from that. Travel. Travel. I've got quite a few New York questions over here. Okay. Shall I do, shall I do some of those? Yeah. Somebody has asked, I'll leave you out for a minute. Somebody yep. has asked me uh, New York restaurant and bar recommendations. We went to, so our favorite, favorite pizza place, it sounds so average, but it's like a bit of a pilgrimage when we're there, is a place called Ruby Rosa in Noho, which is like excellent, like really excellent. Um, I recommend the vodka pizza there. Ooh. It's so good. It's like, a, you know, like vodka pasta. No. Okay, well, it's like a type of tomato sauce. It's excellent. Okay. Um, we went to Catch, which isn't very original, but is one no. of my favourites. Oh. Like, real favourites. Sorry, I'll leave you out. I've been there too. Okay, great. It's fun though, isn't I'd it? say I'd say the lunch menu there is yeah. really good. Yeah. The yes. rock shrimp or whatever it is. We have been... Yeah, it gets very busy in the evening as well. I if think it... you told me to get it. Well, there we go. <laughs> oh, and actually, I'll give a shout out. We stayed at the Bowery for the second time, and it is 
the most heavenly hotel that I absolutely oh, really? love it there. Oh my god, I love Where it. I would it? never say anywhere else. It's on Bowery, which is basically NoHo. So like below Flatiron, um, above Soho. You want to go, just go south. It's just, you just spend your entire time. Even when we stayed at the edition, which was last time I was yeah. there, God, it seems ages ago now. I know, but that was yeah. only like a year before. Was lockdown. it? No, maybe it wasn't two years. Anyway, but we just spent our entire time in a taxi. Yeah. Don't, don't bother with Midtown or Uptown if you're into restaurants. And okay, so Catch, any others? Can you give us um, three others? Oh my God, no. We were there very briefly. I'll give you some Miami recommendations because that's also a question here. Casa Tua is, is like the most, it's like Ralph Lauren designed a kind of Italian home. It's beautiful and excellent food. Chaconi's, which is obviously the weirdest recommendation. However, it is a different menu and it's beautiful there. It's completely fairy lit and just gorgeous mm. and a lot of fun. Very busy always. And Mandolin, which is a Greek restaurant um, which is a lot of fun as well. And out, again, outdoorsy and very pretty. Those are my Miami wrecks. So yeah, that's it for me. Good, good, good. Best destination for a weekend skiing? That's your bag. I would say Majeve. Any of the La Femme de Marie hotels, I think are lovely. And there's a couple of others that I'm having a blank and I can't think of the names. There's one that begins with C, which is really lovely. Anyway, Majeve's really nice. It's mega chic. It's quite low, that's the only thing. Any, anywhere that's not too far from Geneva. Best vacation for a family with two very young children? That's probably a me question. Mm. I would say, like, Bybury Farmhouse, Bybury Farm Barns. I love if you're going stealth catering. Best vacation for a family with two very young children? I think if you've got two very young children, go to a hotel. I would rather go... I think a change is just what you want when you've got young children. I would rather go somewhere for a couple of nights than for a week self-catering because you're just doing the same shit somewhere else and unless you spend a fortune you're probably better off in your own home so we used to go to Colcott Manor a lot which had a great kids club and so we could have a bit of a break too they do two hours in the morning two hours in the afternoon and it had like a listening service stuff like that um so I would say a hotel we are doing a feature quite soon um on the parenting edition on good hotels uh, the Rose Vine is really nice in Cornwall. I mean, there are lots of nice family hotels, but... I feel like I see a lot of people with young kids go to Beaverbrook as well. I know nothing about the facilities of kids, but... Yeah, it's got an amazing yeah. Sharky and George Kids Club. There you go. Yes. I mean, it's expensive. But I would rather do a couple of nights than... It's got a great cinema. It's got great tree houses. Oh, it's got pool. Someone with a pool. Mm. You can tie them out with a good swim. Actually, the, um, the Four Seasons in Hampshire as well has like a, you know... I was like, going like to say that a water one. park type thing. Yeah. But again, it's not cheap. But. Four Seasons, Lightland Park. I mean, yeah. oh God, the expensive yeah. ones are all kitted out for children. Personally, I'd rather do two nights somewhere really nice. And you kind of, two nights, I always think you're, you're out of town or away from home for three days. Mm, so true. It's a good break. And that feels like a break. Yeah. What holidays do you have on the horizon this year? It's quite nice, isn't it, compared to last year? Last year was looking pretty bleak at this time. Uh, I have... The big one I've got... I've got quite a ridiculous one, actually. I've got a wedding in L.A., and then a wedding in Tel Aviv a week later. So I was saying to Eloise before, I think that's one of the longest flights you can take direct. Is it? Yeah, it's what, about 15 is, hours, 10 oh. hour time difference. I know, I feel a bit sick about it actually. Um, but that's quite a fun double whammy. And I'm really looking forward to going to LA. Actually both, I mean, I haven't been to Tel Aviv since before the pandemic or LA for I think about four years now. So that's my biggie this year. I'm excited yeah. about that. Yeah. What about you? Um, hopefully skiing in April beginning of April my children break up quite late which is annoying and we were supposed to go to Mexico last summer to Cabo and we didn't make it because Mexico went red a week before we went so 
We have rebooked that and then we're doing a two-week road trip. So we're going to be away for three and a bit weeks, which wow. is like the longest my husband and I have been away since we left university. Like, You're going to feel like you've been away for months. I know, yeah. which is really exciting. So that's like a big thing for our family. So fun. That little Ibiza weekend, I'd be lost without that. Oh yeah, I do so. I've got a few of those. In June and so far that is it. My husband and I are, we need to book actually a weekend away somewhere in Europe nice. in the next couple of months. We've, we've got Bordeaux on the brain at the moment. Ah. I know, which is I'm quite looking forward to. Nice, but summer. Yeah, May. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Burgundy. Pass. Ben's area, not mine. He's doing it, but yeah, I okay. assume so. I'd say, I'd say Burgundy. Yeah, don't know. Anyway, Bone, that's where you need to go. Oh, that's where you, oh yes. That's where you need to go. Jeez, if you want amazing wine. Was that the guy and you knew them? The hungry was, cyclist. Yeah. That's it. I wouldn't suggest that you stay there. Yeah. But Bone is awesome if you're okay. into wine. Noted. Couldn't, Thank rate, you. couldn't rate it more highly. We cannot wait to go back. Uh, somebody has said Swish UK getaways for a group of friends turning 40. What do you recommend for a girls' trip? It's got to be somewhere. Swish. It's got to be somewhere fun. Is it fun? It? And do they want fun? I mean, can you group beat Farmhouse? You can't really. <sighs> Feels like such a basic answer, doesn't it? I mean, time is lovely, but very civilized. It's time. very civilized. As Heckfield, but very civilized. Oh god, yeah, we were quite uncivilized at Heckfield, and it wasn't that well received. Mm. I would say yeah, it's not the place for that. I'd say that's really tricky. Go to a city. Yeah. A city know. hotel. Go to Bath, I would say. Or do a London staycation. Or go to a, God, I keep mentioning Bybury, go to a Bybury mm. self-catering, like really lovely self-catering, get a cook. Yeah. Like a, like a grown-up hen. Yeah. Really fun. I think so. Yeah. Go to Paris for the day. Yeah. That's yeah. what I do. My friends and I do that. We've got a house, like post hens. We've got a house again. And it's so fun. It's nice when it's not a hen as well, because it's not about, it's about everybody and not just one person. Yeah, it's I agree. Lovely. I totally agree with that. Especially when people spend that amount mm. of money. Exactly. Can we move on to travel and fashion? Basically, there are a lot of people saying, what do you wear on a long haul flight to still look stylish? I feel like you're going to have the answer yeah, to this. Yeah, I think I do have the answer to this. And I think it's... What's your approach? What do you do? What's your... Do you change okay. when you're on the plane? Uh, nothing, nothing cringes me out more than people who dress up for an aeroplane. Like, it really hurts I me a bit. I just don't... <laughs> or people who dress up when they get off the aeroplane. Yeah, no, it's extraordinary. I understand if you're going somewhere, if you, you know, if you're heading to a hotel, you want to kind of freshen up. But changing your outfit to me, you need to be able to layer so you can take your jumper off if you're arriving somewhere hot. And that's about it, as far as I'm concerned. Agreed. But I would always brush my hair and like... Oh my God, of course. Sort yeah. my makeup out. And do you know I'm what I do? Actually, on these long haul flights, I took eye masks, which I have to say, an hour before landing, like game changer. I felt oh, so yeah. much so I'd recommend that. Okay. Um, I think that the uh, resurgence of the matching tracksuit is a godsend for travel because yeah. you look really smart and you're so comfortable. So that's oh, why I did oh, both. I, I mean, I'm not really sure smart. smart. Okay. But you know, I, I, you look travel, stylish. You look stylish. You look polished. Considered, and... considered that with some chunky socks, some trainers, you know, a coat if needs be. And a nice bag. Who did I stand behind in the queue coming back from Icos? Sam Fares. Do you know who oh, I yeah, mean? Yeah, I do. <laughs> How's he taking you? I've to never up? I love seen. That she was like a walking designer Christmas tree. I mean, I've never seen so many labels on one person in my life. I, I we literally got in there and I was like, looked down and I was like, oh my god, who was that? That has got was she to in be. heels. People no, would in heels. She was in a matching toweling two piece with sure. like more designer kit than honestly the ground floor of Selfridges. I mean, it was it was. <laughs> Fascinated. Coco was fascinated really? by her, but to be fair, I'm not mad on a tiny two piece. But she looked quite, she looked quite pulled together. She's quite attractive. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That's my advice. Don't dress up. Okay, I'm off to LA for two weeks with only a small carry on. Oof. I don't think you should do that. <laughs> Why not? 
I would take some check-ins and luggage. Yeah. That's all I can offer on that. So do you change, Charlotte, when you get on the plane? No, no. If it's you change not when you get off the plane? Yeah, I, I take things to like freshen up with. So I would always take spare knickers, if you, especially if you've flown overnight and you've been asleep. Yeah, you know, agreed. Uh, like deodorant, toothbrush and toothpaste. Make sure we've got all Keep. of those things to freshen up, fresh contacts, you know, things to just feel <laughs> like... I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> yeah, I take my condoms. Yeah. Um, so things to freshen up. No, I mean, unless you then are travelling on for hours afterwards. Yeah. You know, if you, if you then had another day of travelling, maybe. Do you put but... a dress? If you're going to a hot country, do you put, like, something you want to uh, get... I don't, because I've, I've touched wood. I've never actually lost my luggage, but I should. Yeah. I should. Because I... I Having lost my luggage, like my that. husband now makes me pack. Yeah, half and half. Some essentials. That's quite clever. Put them in the cabin. I always travel with a wheelie, so I always have, like, you know, that's where my contacts go and stuff. But clothes-wise, no, I don't. I should. Yeah, I do now. I think leggings are a great one for travel. Yeah. Or like a cargo pant or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then you, light layers on top. And then layers. And you've got to think that, you know, if you get to the hotel and you're in that golf buggy and you're like sweating mm. like a bitch, what have you taken yeah. off? Because that exactly. ain't fun. So I'd always wear a sensible, like a tank top under a sweatshirt as well. Shoes? Trainers. Always. Trainers. Always. Trainers. <laughs> I was just saying today that... <laughs> What does Hodge wear? Like coming back yeah. from coming back from her from she was in the stage yeah. Coming back, she put her flip flops no, on. She was going to change in, at the airport, and someone drove a trolley or something over her toe, mm. and her niece was like, "Well, you know, yeah. if you will wear flip flops, yeah. no she's, she's my worst kind of person. <laughs> it's not acceptable." Somebody said, "Here, I'm going to ask you this. Sorry, because this is your. I'd say you're an expert at this. Is it best tips for looking polished? You always look polished. Oh, sweet." <laughs> Hair and makeup, not too many colours at once. Sandwich dressing, one-to-one rule. Hang on, hang on, there's a lot going on. Hang on, hair and makeup, not too many things. Hair and makeup, do your eyebrows, do your nails. Yeah, nails. Nails key, eyebrows key. Mm. I'd say the one-to-one rule is like, it's not something I think about, it's Mm. just intrinsically in me. So that's where one's bottom half and top, so assuming it's trainers and a jumper match colour-wise. And then wearing cream on top, cream trainers. Back in the middle. I know, I just think that pulls you mm. together. But it's not that I get think, what's my sandwich today? But it's <laughs> yeah. just, I think I, I think a simple colour palette. Mm. I mean, I'm not very adventurous with colour. Mm. I think everyone can do a few bright colours. Yeah. And I think have a few. You know, I know that I can do coral. I can do the right red. Mm. But that is, that is really it mm. for me in bright colours. And I know that those colours will work with the rest of my wardrobe. Mm. I think I think unless you are only a colour person, in which case the all together, I mean, amazing mm-hmm. yellow and green and turquoise and amazing. But I think it's very hard to have lots of different brights yeah. that work with other basics. If most of your wardrobe is black, cream, and navy, it's then really hard to throw in. I something think so. Bright. Yeah, yeah, all or nothing almost. The emerald green navy, amazing. Okay, best sale purchase after Christmas. Oh, my coach from La Double J, 40% off in the National Sale. Happy days. You? I like La Double J. Uh, I haven't made any. I don't really do sale shopping. No, I don't normally. But I do think the Liberty Sale is excellent. Mm-hmm. You have £250 for a dash shop for a last minute party after work. Where do you head to? No, I get a blow dry and my nails done instead. Don't. Shop your wardrobe yeah. and yeah, agreed. Do you keep things that are out of fashion in case they come back or chuck them? Keep. I'm just, my mum, I mean, the amount of conversations over the years I've had where it's just like, oh, I used to have something like that and I've got rid of it. Just keep. If you've got the space, keep. Unless it's from Zara. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think then get rid of it. Okay. Um, there's a lot of questions about new trends we're expecting for spring, summer. That feels a bit premature, but what can you offer? 
it's a bit of everything these days, you know. Every know. everything's in. Uh, whatever you want to wear, just to chat. You know, everybody's talking about the return of the nineties. I mean, with like a lot of tentative, you know, low slung jeans, like really nineties. But when, really nineties, but also really year two thousand. Yeah, Y two K. Britney. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very like that. You know that. You know um, that picture of Kira Knightley and Jamie Dornan with their jeans so low that like you can basically see their genitals. Mm, it's like that. I do. I can't. Think of, I can think of Britney Spears and her little denim. Yeah. Butterfly top. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Not for me. Ugh, not for I'll me. I'll stick either. to blazers. I think a lot of neons. Yeah. I think we're going to see. I mean, we saw neon green big time. Oh my god, we did. Been, I, I I don't mind the green dying a bit of a death this year kermit green oh, it's not, i'm, I'm over not a fan it. personally no. um i think bug blog looks awesome in it but um i would not but i think neons and mini 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 minis yeah short dresses mini skirts i think also i think spring summer to me is the season that's really trendless i think autumn winter is there's always a much clearer view yeah. i think spring summer is is also the season that i mean you can invest in autumn winter because it's a longer season mm. but i also think spring summer is the season where it's so, it's shorter here, it's, so and it's also like if you look good in floral dresses, you can wear those. If you look good in shorts and a blazer, you can wear that. You know, yeah, the pieces don't age so much. Exactly. I also think we've just, you know, people keep shopping and we keep investing, but I think everyone's gotten on to buying better and buying less, haven't sure. they? That's not to say we don't like you dabble, know, speckle mm. our wardrobe with. Anyway, street buys. Um, can I ask you one? I yes. was thinking about this on the way here. So somebody said mini Uggs to buy or not to buy. Uh-huh. Uggs are back. I was wondering what you like. If people are into Uggs, can one ever wear Uggs to the office? I think I think no, despite a lot of people making them really smart on Instagram. I, ooh. To me, it kind of comes down to styling. Never say never, because I'm sure there's a way that I could see it. It's kind of like, what's what's the vibe? Peniel put a photo up right. last week, and she was wearing the very short chestnut with, mm. like, cream like quite wide leg jeans a camel coat a kelly bag a, you know it's all very tonal all very beige like that i can see mm. but it's still quite a casual look isn't it i think there are so many good outdoor walking sheepskin boots now we mm. just did a piece actually on them like inspired by the Isabel Marant of, of mm. years ago that they've made a real comeback yeah. i've got my ganny kind of walking boots that yeah. i love i sort of i think the short uggs yes they are so bad for your posture mm. i'm sorry to sound like my mum, who's a physio but I remember in the 90s, she'd be like, darling, it kills me, mm. your posture, the way you are dipping your feet in. They are so bad for you, so you shouldn't be walking a distance in them. I'm pretty sure you also weren't allowed to drive in them, like, back in the day. Oh, really? Yeah, because they were, like, yeah, it was really bad. We're nailing the quick fire here, by the way. <laughs> um, anyway, would you buy a pair now? No, because I think there are more comfortable things to wear at home, and I wouldn't wear them out. But I wouldn't put other people off, that's just a mm. personal thing. I, I, I think if you're going to wear them, the short are the best. Yeah. Lots of questions on starting a bump. I mean, I would say go oversized. Uh, someone said, what do you start a bump with at four months? I mean, we will do stuff on, on on this, on the parenting edition. And there are parenting specials to come, which is really exciting. But I would say, I would say go oversized by Zara Bigger, by men's shirts. Get some good jeans that can fit whether they're maternity or not. Uh, and some tailoring and just re-wear and resist for as long as you can. I'm I'm really sorry. I also think that, again, I haven't done it, so maybe you feel completely different at the time, but it's an opportunity. If you don't like wearing skimpy things and tight-fitting things in normal life, I mean, you've got a bump which hides everything in a weird way. So, like, wear, you know, wear, like, a skin-tight dress that... Yeah, well, you know, I think knitted dresses... Off. Yeah. Knitted dresses look great on a bump. Yeah, but, I mean, 
you know, you, you knitted dresses are not very forgiving, I don't mm. think. If you're curvy, I mean, yeah. you got to quite like that little bit. Of I like that too, yeah. but you know, you got to be happy with your butt and your yeah. hips in a knitted dress, and, and they're That's not that like, forgiving. Who are knows they? which way you're going to balloon? So. Um, on that subject, good quality knitwear that doesn't break the bank. Um, I've talked about it before. I really like Baba, which is a Spanish brand. Um, they do really like really thick, hundred percent wool. Uh, pieces which they're not expensive I mean they're an investment but they're not expensive they're like 200 euros something like that and I mean cause Arquette's stories the Scandi brands do you know them really well yeah I'd say stories in Novo I know I bang on about Novo but I live in it now absolutely live in it Um, and stories somebody has said comfiest cool designer heels and flats something that works for a job and a night out that's quite a big question what are your comfiest heels anything Gianvito Rossi I would say boots Mm. boots I love boots with a little dress. I love yeah. boots. I love an ankle boot with a mini skirt. So mm. I kind of think... Got to have the legs for that though. I, I do think a boot is way more mm. comfy than anything else, but I think a GMV Rossi is pretty comfy. A long boot as well with a mini skirt. Is a good yeah, thing nice. Yeah. What's in your designer shopping basket that you haven't clicked on to buy and why? Should we have a look? Hang on. Yes. Let me get it up. Matches. My husband tends my to put things in his own basket as well. Let's find is out. my phone around? Oh, here we go. Okay, so in my matches basket that I haven't pressed go on is a new Pippa Holt. I haven't bought it. <laughs> <laughs> don't get excited uh but yeah so in my matches basket is a pippa hulk caftan i have one it is the best thing ever and if it was up to me i would have i mean it is up to me if i had the money i would buy seven and on a week's holiday literally just wear one a day and this one she's got some, mine is quite structured and then there's a style that is a bit more oversized and boxy so oh, that is there's a white and blue really one, want one of those. yeah in my basket and i haven't pressed go that's on matches and on net empty basket that's out of character nothing nanushka Cream stirrup trousers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Leather? No. Oh, you're right. I was going to say, I can't picture no, leather. No, right. Leather stirrups, not a good look. Cottony, stretchy. Nice. I don't know, I haven't bought them yet, but I think <laughs> that's what they are. Uh, that's what's in my basket. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Stirrup black leggings is a priority. I haven't had a pair of like yet, but that's, I need a pair now. Mine are Lulu Studio. I really like. Oh, they, oh yes. Yeah. They're more of a trouser, though. They are more of a trouser. Yeah. I was actually looking at those before. Yeah, I like them. Mm. Um, handbags, not the price of designer ones. Pollen, we always talk about, but is a great shout. Such a great shout. Demelier as well. They've got a really lovely selection. They're very good at taking trends from the designer brands and making them slightly, well, they're quite a lot more affordable. I mean, both them and Pollen are still a bit of an investment, but they're yeah, really lovely. Yeah, but they're kind of bags. under 500 pounds, yeah, aren't they? exactly. I'd say um, Cafune. Mm. Agneil. Mm-hmm. Agneil, how do you say Ag- it? Agneil, I think. Yeah. Agneil. And yeah. then, yeah, Pollen. I think there are some good options now, yeah. actually. I think there was a real gap. There was just a many of years. Yeah, there's also the Strathbury, London. Strathbury's quite expensive, though. Yeah, they're the similar price point to those. Are they? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. I they're quite expensive. Yeah, I think there are some good options. And then things like APC yes. do some really good bags. Acne do some good bags. Mm-hmm. They're a bit more expensive. But there are some there are some options yeah. which is refreshing. APC is a good one, huh? APC is a good yeah, one. Yeah, I think we've got really nice bags. Yeah. A classy outfit for a thirtieth. Depends what you're doing, doesn't it? Leather trousers, heels, and a blazer. Do you know where I was looking yesterday after our wedding edition came out? Mm. Solace. I'm obsessed with Solace. I know, and I've I've kind of watched Solace on and off for years. Yeah. And that little white dress with, with the, the it comes in black. Yeah. I don't know if it's too short for me, but I was looking at it, I've got a wedding coming up and I was like, hmm. One has to be quite uh, fearless to wear their designs. Like they're quite yeah. bold. But yeah. for me, it's ever since we shot 
well no i've always loved them but then when we did our wedding shoot yeah. last year and we shot mimi yes in the crop shop and the the what are they called like pleated trousers please say trousers gosh yeah, I know. Amazing. Um, a lot of questions on wardrobe resets. What should you be buying to update your wardrobe? I mean, I think it's just about investing in the basics, isn't it? That's really boring. But good white shirt, good blazer. Yeah. But also the basics you feel good in. Again, I that say you love. That you love. And that, yeah. yeah, just because other people, you know, I've, sorry, I've spoken about this so many times. But, you know, I look shit in a leather jacket, so I don't own a leather jacket. You know, the things, just because Although one thing. Bad, I know, not for me, sadly. Just because... There's a nicer, slow, slow, low-slung shoulders, It's the I think. crop for me. Because yeah. if you've got a bit of a bum and thighs, then they crop right on your hip, which is not great. And then a crop isn't... Like, a short one isn't good for okay, me anyway. Right. A jacket, I need to wear something longer. So, it's all right. I'll bank it. There are other trends. Yeah, but, quiet. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to save you a fortune. Exactly. But buy what, what you feel good in, not just what people say you should buy. Yeah, and then just re-wear. I mean, shut your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Actually, one of my resolutions is to try and... I haven't done it today. <laughs> Pre-plan my wardrobe. Who was it the other day saying that they had a rail? Mm. And I was thinking I should put a rail in my spare room and... Like edit your week. And and like get mm. my week out and commit to that piece I haven't worn for a while. Yeah. Because otherwise I'm just like, it's the same thing. Yeah. But I also think just like know your style. Someone said, how how do you establish your style? I think I think save pictures you see on social and then just look at them as a group. And I'm sure like things will keep repeating mm-hmm. you'll you'll see your style in front yeah. of your eyes I also you think, think you know identify what you feel really good in you know everybody's got one piece or one outfit or you know something that they know they feel like they're most you know their truest self in so find out what that is and then just buy that I agree I agree keep buying that I keep yeah, buying my sleeveless blazers if you see any I love when people send me a sleeveless blazer <laughs> I saw this and I thought of you I get that the amount pajamas. of people do you <laughs> of course <laughs> Of course you do. I saw an Asino thing on your desk. Oh my God, I know. I hit the jackpot this morning. Happy days. Um, a hidden healed train is having a comeback. Oh, I think it's a no from me. Do you know, I still wish that the Isabel Marant Bobby mm. had lived on. Well, that's what I think that's what they're talking about, isn't it? Well, yeah. I, I, they're about the only one I think I'd like to see. I'd like to see it styled with a different, without a skinny. I'd like to see it styled with like a roll up or like a mm. balloon or a. I, it, I don't know because I feel like we were a bit robbed of them. Um, I think that they really work in the context of a very Isabel Moran wardrobe. Mm. So I can so see it mm. with even like the new gen Isabel with the jeans you're describing. The you know, ju- eighty style jumpers with the big mm. shoulders and a, and a great belt. But that is quite and an over but an oversized like androgynous blazer. Yeah, I just think you've got to have really the right pieces and you've got to be really cool to pull it off. Mm. Yeah, I can see it going really wrong. I know I had quite a few of those though. What a waste! How often do you repeat? key pieces i.e. non-coat shoe bag pieces non-coat shoe bag how often uh, well, a lot. you repeat your shoes and your bags and your coats right yeah yeah how often do you repeat other stuff yeah no I get into I often will buy a thing and then I like intensely religiously wear that mm. thing I'm like that with my forte forte yeah that's Jack like me and that grey jumper that everybody but I'm only doing it for my family and different types of people exactly you mix it up uh, someone said two to three times a week for example oh yeah Easily. I think when you love it, yes, but be careful you don't fall out of love with it. Kill it for yourself. I've done, yeah. Yeah. I'd say if you really love something, try and resist wearing it more than once every two weeks. If you love it yeah. and you want it to, like, okay, my probably my favourite fashion piece that landed in my wardrobe last year is that deck shirt that we both have. Oh, yeah. And... Are you over it? No, I'm not. I put it on the other day and... But I did feel very worky in it. Mm. And I put it on, I took it off. It's very polished, that shirt. 
But I wear I wore it over like shiny leggings with my mm. Nike blazers. So, but there are something like I've done that before. Where I've gone to put it on and it and it's quite formal. There's it's weird that some things that feel quite formal yeah. still are better in a, like even if you think you can dress them down, that's only really for the office sometimes. Mm. But I think if you love it and it's timeless, like yeah, I'd say resist because you can kill you can kill something. Whereas if sorry, just quickly, if you've bought something that is less timeless, like my Isabel Morant Gilet, wear it to death, sell, move on. Yeah, I know I need to do that more. Mm. I got engaged on Christmas Day. Do you have any cool venue ideas and dress brands? Ooh, that's exciting. Congratulations. Congratulations. Such a great time of year to get engaged, isn't we, it? We we did a roundup that I have sent to so many girlfriends in the last few months of cool venues in london that you might not have considered so if you are looking for a london wedding it had things like the battersea art center yes, the really garden good. uh museum which is beautiful there's there's some really good recommendations there so look out for that uh dress brands i mean it's so huge it totally depends what you're looking for just do your research if you want something trad go to trad places something boho go to boho places it sounds obvious but otherwise you can just oh my god what's that australian brand that we both love oh, I can, the one that we can literally never remember the name of nicole i can't remember I can't remember. I couldn't. If my life depended on it. I haven't tried that hard. <laughs> it's Nicole something. Nicole something. Okay, that's helpful. It's on her. It's on her to rent. It is H E W R. Yep. Yeah. Uh, can we just talk about the girl who did me and my wedding? Oh my god. On the wedding edition, my husband was like crick necking <laughs> over. So like, who's that? I was like, God, you're so predictable. It's, it's one of my favorite weddings we've ever featured. But can we also? I think she's wearing that short dress as Age, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Age. I actually said it wrong. Yeah. Can we find out where those platforms are from, please? Yes. Done. The platform is know. not going away. There's some new Jamito Rossi ones out that are so killer high. They're a bit too high for me. Those ones were so cool. Yeah. There's the, the Valentino ones as well, which are like, I mean, they're like Barbie doll high and platformed, but God, they're amazing. Russ and Bromley have got really good platforms coming for spring, summer. I saw them on the first day, I have to say. Other shoe, wedding shoe recommendations? Just don't buy a bridal shoe, in my opinion. Buy a shoe, don't buy a white shoe. Buy something you can wear again. Go metallic. If you go white, get something you can dye. Go yellow. If you want, oh, like, right. the traditional Manolos, mm. I've got the yellow ones. They would just be so amazing mm. with an ivory wedding dress. Yeah, like, they would be. It would be amazing. Where to look for fab winter party dresses on a budget, on a budget of £500, please? Age has some great ones. Free People always has a great selection of party dresses. And Solace. Solace, uh, depending on your style. Needle and Thread, something short and fun. There's loads out there. Um, Favourite lesser known designer brands? Uh, I'm really obsessed with a brand called Roe at the moment. R-O-H-E. Who are... German, I want to say, and they are kind of Eero Isabel Morant style pieces, but really amazing. I love, is it La Collection? Do you know who I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible, expensive, but incredible. Yeah, is it LA Collection or is it La Collection? It's La because she's French, French, yeah. yeah. Florence Cools is the name of the founder and she's on Instagram, she's amazing. Yeah, it's not new, but it's... it's never really like gone bananas no, has it but I, I think, really like what they do and I think that's because it's very simple very elegant mm, very mm. feminine um, but super beautiful uh, those are probably my favourite designer lesser known I mean I really like Lulu Studio Audrey of NYC mm. everyone here is Nanushka Totem yeah crazy Totem's still having such a moment something I really like is Co mm. I thought we were going to do Ring a Bell every time Marcella was mentioned today but we haven't mentioned <gasps> it know. once Marcella it's just having, I mean, where have they come I from? I know, I feel like everywhere I look. I know. But Polly on Fashion Fix this week did the grey. Did you see the grey tailored trousers with the grey yes, polo I neck? Did, I did. God, she looked amazing in it. What an she outfit. She did. Yep, she did. And I've actually got their 
black creepy have you seen their silk do you yes i really want that top it's top coming amazing. and i got their knitted dress oh yeah oh, I which that. i wore on christmas day the gray yeah i really loved it it's um sometimes a brand just appears out of nowhere and just taps into mm. like spot on the moment and they are just, just so oh, right such now. a great price such a good God, price how nice yeah on that note that's quite a lot of content Thanks, Charlotte. Thank you. I think I need to go and lie down. Yeah. I'm going to go and put a movie on and <laughs> there make you go. some time for me. Nothing. Ha, bloody ha. My inbox is waiting. I've missed about three meetings, but that was I fine. Know. That was funny. Thanks. Thank you for listening. That's it for today. If you enjoyed that, then do please rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to listen to. Wishing you all a very happy new year and we will be back soon. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.